they make it the memo on that. You're live on YouTube, Pastor Sandy, and I'm pushing buttons everywhere else. All right. Amen. Well, welcome YouTube to Rashawn Messianic Bible Club and College. I did get your uh, homework. Um, I will look at it today. I've been quite busy for the last few days, but for everyone who's just still doing the college, I am. I have not forgotten about you. So, um, also, um, what else is what else is important today? Oh, I got this letter as I was coming in. William Mangum's uh, letter came in. And so I want to show this stuff. Um, now what I'm doing, I'm going to do is I'm I'm, going to, I'm framing it oh, all wow. into eight okay. by ten, yeah. and it's basically that. right. This is like not being distracted by television and making a promise to God to wow. change. And this guy, he's chained by television. I mean, he's just he's a rated R movie watcher. And, He's, he's he's talk show host. He's, you know. Yeah, isn't it? It puts you in a cage. So that's the pictures that he sent me. I want to um, put them in a frame and set them next to the other ones as well. So thank you, uh, William. I appreciate you sending this to me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. So you're right everywhere. Okay. So praise the Lord. Um, as Pastor Ben is getting set up, I was watching uh, some more pyramid stuff because I'm all fascinated now. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, lady was saying, you know, all the 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 exact dimensions from Earth to the Moon are also uh, mathematically inside of the pyramid. The radius of the sun is also mathematically inside the pyramid. Um, she just is just giving it all. She's like, the, it's, it's obvious that no human being could have possibly built the pyramids. And if God, and, and if God built the pyramids, they must be for a purpose. And the purpose of the pyramids is what God tells us in Isaiah. He says, in the end, they will stand as a, as a monument to the Lord. Uh, um, as a as a place of safety for the people, and I don't know uh, what it's all for, but I know one thing, and that, and every mathematician who's done a video on that knows this much: it's impossible for the Egyptians to have built a pyramid, um, especially as one of the mathematicians said, how could they build something that was there before they got there? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, amazing stuff. Okay, so. Um, uh, one of the things uh, concerning the pyramid was that I was bringing up last night was my friend uh, Daniel Madsen, who did this whole thing in his book concerning the pyramids, but he was doing his pyramids on the study with the star constellations. And at the birth of Christ, three uh, constellations lined up at what he calls the Christ angle, 23.6. Um, it was Leo, Regulus, and Venus. So Regulus is the king, Leo is the Lion of Judah, and uh, Venus is the morning star, right? So that was lined up at the, at the time of Christ's birth. That's why they call the angle um, from the pyramid, they call it the Christ angle. 
Um, it appeared once again in 2027, which of course, uh, Daniel said, well, um, if it's appearing again, and also the um, Revelation 12 sign appeared uh, at the birth of Christ and also in 2017, it gave great uh, understanding to eight, all the Bible watchers that 2017 was going to be it, right? So he says, well, uh, uh, in, in the book, he says uh, that the only, it says though, um, here it says, the year 2017 is the first year from the present uh, uh, that Rosh Hashanah uh, comes immediately after September 20th. The time of out, out net, net, net attack hits the, the uh, median precisely at dawn. And also when Regulus hits uh, the Christ angle, the next year that this will happen will be 2028. So he said it'll happen in 2028 and then again in 2047, which of course would be 100 years after the announcement of Israel being a nation again. Okay, but um, but my my concern was that he says it happened. It's going to happen in 2027, and as he did his, uh, you know that program they have for star constellations, Sirium or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, he says the next time it'll happen will be 2028 when Leo, Regulus, and the Morning Star line up uh, on Rosh Hashanah, okay? So I don't know, you know, but 2028 kind of caught my attention because it's it's five years from 2024 and, um, and uh, or from the present time. Uh, let's see, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 28. Um, so that'd be the, the five years. I'm thinking we're still in 2023. So the full year of 2024, then I'm watching the other day and they're talking about the great reset and how they are absolutely going to get started in 2024. And anybody who is not ready to get on board and, and, and put uh, mother earth before their selfish ambitions <laughs> that they are, they, they will just be left out. And uh, so we, they're going to redigitize um, the world, whereas everything will be taken care of by the Nephilim, who call themselves the, the elite. Okay, so um, a lot of things going on. Um, they say it's going to be done. It'll be it'll be completely uh, done. All of their plans will be completely done by 2030. Um, so that's their plans. But we are living in a time where, where I think Nephilim beams are just telling you, hey, this is what we plan on doing. You can't stop us. And the uh, only thing you can do is try to escape, which of course we were paying pastors to tell you that there's no escape. Mm -hmm. So basically you're just at the, the, the whim of, of, of the, the Nephilim and Lucifer. And, and so you better get on board. So. I was watching a thing and uh, someone had a thing uh, getting ready for a digital world. And so I thought, okay, this might be a watcher getting us ready. Man, it was some guy trying to sell you a program how to save money so you can be independent during the, during the reset. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> call the people to pick him up. 
because he lost his mind, right? <laughs> but that's that's where the world is. Do you have the people that are ready with us? If you're ready to announce them, I'm ready. Okay, do I pray first? Yes. All right. Where am I? Let's pray in. Amen. Be Hashem Yeshua. Anaknu mit Pelelim. And let's get started. Bonalek. Who's with us? Amen. Amen. So shalom, everybody. Shalom from Zoe and Sensational Pasadena. All right. California. Hello, Zoe. My people. Shalom from Shelly. Uh, Awaso, Oklahoma. Hallelujah, Shelly. God uh, bless you. Loreline uh, says good morning. As for hey, Loreline, how so you doing? Ready for Bible study. <laughs> yeah. Man from Chicago, Illinois. She sent me woke up this morning with my mind. <laughs> See, that's like you know when you have those old school beats in your head, and as soon as someone said, you remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and it is cold in Chicago, from what I hear. It is, yeah, it is ugly. That's with them. Uh, shalom from uh, Shalom from Jason in Louisville, Kentucky. We are moments away from the rapture, brothers Hallelujah. and sisters. Amen, Louisville. We are. Amen. We are. Any moment. Amen. Shalom from Big Mike, downtown L.A. Hey, oh, Big Mike. Finally on vacation. Hallelujah, Big Mike. In the Lord, Big Mike. Amen. Shalom. A shalom from Roseburg, Oregon. Hallelujah. Amen. Hi, Stephanie. Uh, shalom from Nicholas. Uh, Pronounced uh, Stellenbosch. 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 And I, I hope I didn't mess it up. Stellenbosch from South Africa. God bless you. Nicholas, when we get to heaven, I'll be able to pronounce it perfectly. Amen. Right. Shalom from Slovakia, Daniela. Hey, Daniela. Amen. Shalom. That's a long way from California. Amen. And now, uh, let's see. What can I? Okay. So, and she sent me, uh, uh, Carolina sent me the pronunciation. Shalom from uh, Ro. Unok. Pastor Brandon, would you pronounce this, please? Here you go, because she sent it to me. I printed it out. Would you come and, 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 and speak this? Because I'm sure I messed it up. How do you say it? Nice and loud. Roanoke? I don't know. Roanoke. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay, so this is a young pastor, knowledgeable. Okay. Speak well. <laughs> he said it. So I'm going to so, take that. Yeah. <laughs> 
if Brandon, educated man. If Brandon, man, that's if Brandon can't like, figure it out. Saying it too. If Brandon can't figure it out. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm going to keep going until I get it. Amen. Shalom. Amen. Thank you. Uh, that's from Carolina. Uh, uh, let's see. Henry from uh, Atlantic Beach, Florida. Shalom and uh, blessings uh, from Clara and Jeffersonville, Indiana. Uh, our soldier, Vicki D. Shalom from West Hampton, New Jersey. Thank you for everything S4C does. I've learned so much from Pastor Sandy and Pastor Ben. Hallelujah. Blessings and thank you. God bless you. Amen. Shalom and blessings from the Netherlands, everyone. Wow. From the Netherlands. You hear this, Pastor Sandy? From the from Netherlands. The Netherlands. Yep. Amen. Shalom, Troy. Uh, once again, I have to put Pastor Sandy on TV. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> shalom, uh, Troy. Amen. God bless him. Uh, Zoe said shalom. Amen. Hey, Zoe. Amen. Uh, Shay says shalom from Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, Shay. Uh oh, so how you say it? There he is. One more time. Okay, amen. We weren't too bad. He right? said Romanoc. 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 Amen. We weren't too bad. I mean, we could be better, but it was, could have been a lot worse. And all this time, the poor thing let me pronounce the name of their place so bad. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Brandon. Uh, 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 Shalom from Boston, Massachusetts. Amen. Greetings, family from Indianapolis, Indiana. Love you. Uh, Shalom. This is from Stephanie. Family from Las Vegas, Nevada. What's up, Vegas? Hallelujah. Hi, Stephanie. Uh, Shalom from Mark uh, from Kingsman Terrace, Christ Church Barbados. Amen. God bless you, Mark Storm. Uh, Grisella, uh, blessings uh, from Argentina, my dear family. God bless you, Argentina. Uh, hi, Clara from Jeffersonville. Soon, amen. Shalom from Eagle Point, Oregon. Hi, Andre. Eagle Point, Oregon. Maranatha. Uh, Brian from Bedford, Texas. God is good all the time. How do we say that? Um, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Elohim told. Elohim told. Cool Hasman. God is good all Kul's the time. Man. How, how do you say it? Hazman. Elohim told Kolsman. But we say Kolhasman because we're English speakers. Kolsman, <laughs> yes. Amen. Uh, shalom from. Bedford, Texas, Brian, and of course, Pastor, the wonderful brass Pastor Brandon. Uh, shalom, everyone. Amen. From, they didn't say, but Hal Coop said shalom. Uh, from Dalway, Arizona, Alicia, God bless you. Uh, from Rhetoric, Reddick, Florida, Super Snow. <laughs> From Redick, Florida. Uh, Shalom, SPC family with love in Jesus' name from Philip and Lizzie in Dublin, Ireland. Amen. Pa Amen, Pastor Ben. Amen. <laughs> that was somebody wrote. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Shalom, Shalom from the Big H, Houston, by way of Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. A long way from, by way from Cleveland. Amen. 
Shalom Central Valley. Central Valley is present in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Kelly's uh, Shalom. I cannot pronounce that. Troy, why you write stuff I can't pronounce? But Waldorf, Maryland. I, I got that. Amen. From Vicky Deets, we got you, girl. Amen. Hope, blah, blah, blah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We using today. We use the same notes from last night, right, Pastor Sandy? Um, yeah, yeah. Those notes that we used last night are just fine. Amen. Um, not. Uh, uh, we're going to review it right before we get started, but we're going to get into the history of this world. Amen. Well, I'm not and done yet. Going on. Okay. Marie Swanson, howdy from Belton, Texas. Howdy, Marine. Maureen, Bill Bailey, hi Bill, uh, let's see, Danielle's, uh, Shalom from Oak Mill, Texas, Oak Mill, man, that make you hungry, amen, Shalom, uh, Deanna's Delight, Pampered Chef, Challenge, or Channel, amen, Maureen, let's see, hello everyone, God bless, from Fort Worth, Texas. Blessings from the couple who thanks God for S4C family. And blessings from the S4C family that thanks God for this couple. Amen. 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 OCR, that's our Jersey uh, soldiers, New Jersey, Shauna and uh, Shauna and uh, and Jokis. Mm -hmm. I was going to say it, her husband. <laughs> uh, shalom from Chicago, Pastor Ben and Pastor Sandy from Ryan. Shalom from Allhorn, Germany. Allhorn, Germany. Hallelujah. Wow. And I would I would shout out your name, but I can't really pronounce it. Uh, from Justin Curry. Shalom from Wellington, Wellington, South Africa. And shalom from Macedonia. Did I say that right? Yeah. Macedonia, yes. Europe. Isu, okay, I can't pronounce that, but God bless you. Uh, shalom, shalom from Chandler, Arizona. Uh, Teresa, no, I love the way you say Renoki Rapids. Uh, <laughs> I'll never send the, I'll never, I'll never send the phonics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are too See, cute. Like, I like the way you mispronounce it. God bless you. Amen. We got some beautiful people here. Uh, Shalom from uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Cooper City, Florida. Richard and Delilah. Delilah from, Vir from Virginia. Richard from Cooper City, Florida. Uh, Shalom. Oh, hold on. God bless you, Virginia, Virginia. Uh, Audie from North Richland Hills, Texas. Uh, Sue from East Yorkshire, United Kingdom. Sue's been, we've got people that have been around for a long time, Pastor Sandy. Yes. That have been supporting this ministry a long time. Sue yes. from the UK. Uh, Shalom from the Republic, Washington. Hello, Joseph. Mm -hmm. uh, England in the house where Ings come from. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bill. Bill the Ing. Amen. Shalom from Tampa Bay by the way of Chicago. Hi, Sean. Hallelujah. That's funny. Uh, hello from Springfield, Ohio. Uh, Daniela says, hello, shalom, friends. 
Shalom from Sweden. God bless you, Sweden. Amen. And FYC soldiers in the house to hear God's word. Amen. And last but absolutely not least, Shalom from Gainesville, Texas. Glad to be here. Kimberly, God bless you. Uh-oh, Juniper, Florida just chimed in. Hi, Marshman. Hey. Shalom, everybody from S4C. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We already prayed in, so let's get started on this message today. I got this before me. I got this T.D. Jakes thing, and then you got this other guy, Lil Nas, and then you got No Joe, and, and then you got, you got so much, there's so much corruption going on. I'm like, I, I don't really even have time for it. You know what I mean? It's really just, it's, it's really things that aren't uh, pertaining to what God is doing because at the rapture, all of that will be separated from yeah, us. Yeah. So um, uh, someone's trying to get my attention about some uh, girl named the Stallion uh, pastor playing her, her music at a church. William Murphy. Yeah, same guy playing yeah. the, the music at his church. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I, I'm, I'm just kind of done. They, they're doing stuff that that people would have been afraid to do, you know, in Bible days. They're just like, it's absolutely crazy yeah. uh, what is going on inside of churches. And then you got uh, other pastors trying, just trying to get famous off of it yeah. by um, uh, uh, talking about it all the time. And even pastors who have, got, who have been caught cheating on their wives are coming on speaking against TV Jakes. As if, you know, like, I've only cheated on my wife, but you, you slept with men. So it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's like a clown show that we need to just get back to the Bible. Let the clown show be the clown show, and we get back to the Bible. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, um, but it's great that all the people that are warning people of stuff that is going on, I really do appreciate it. Um, in the in the uh, uh, study concerning the um, the um, uh, pyramids and the enormous amount of information concerning the universe, the size of the of the Earth, the the circumference of the Earth, the 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 uh, radius of the sun, the distance from Earth to the Moon. All of this stuff that is inside of the pyramid, um, proving that the pyramid is impossible for man, and then for God to put it in the scriptures and let you know, I'm going to build a monument to the Lord and it's gonna be in the middle of Egypt. That means it's gonna be right there at the division of Egypt. And it's also going to be at the border of Egypt. And then to have that monument there, that nobody can figure out who put it there and nobody can figure out why the mathematical uh, 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 equation accurate concerning the universe and the earth and everything. And then now this young lady comes and she says, in all the measurements of the, of the, of the uh, 
pyramid, I keep finding the number 26, which is for yad he vav mm -hmm. I keep finding the number 390, which is for the Hebrew word Hashamayim, which is heaven. And then I keep finding the word 376, which is peace. She says, uh, I found the word four, uh, the numbers 422 repeating themselves, which means to write. And 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 not 194, righteous and and the mighty word. And I find 611 continuously in the in the numerical values, and that stands for Torah, which is 611. So she said, and righteousness, and then the, she said, this number right here dominates the whole mathematical equation of the center of the of the of the earth, which is uh um 541, which is Israel. And then she says, around Israel is the number 86 continuously, and that stands for Elohim. Mm. And so she's like, uh, uh, all of these numbers that she said were just popping up as she's doing the study. And then the last number at the base of the pyramid is 233, which means remember. Remember what? That I am the one who created yes. it all, okay? Yes. So, um, for everyone who is trying to uh, make up uh, th that there are three religions or mm -hmm. there are many religions, the Bible and the world is about one story. Yes. It's not a, this is not a, a book or, or the existence of human beings and everything that ha happens on the earth is not a story about many gods. Amen. It's a story about one God and his mission to redeem his creation. And he proves it by putting it in his word before it happens, Amen. okay? Amen. Now, the incredible thing is that the plan of God is structured in the Bible. And you're not gonna be able to understand the plan of God unless you go back to the beginning and find out where it all came from, okay? Amen. Because if you don't go back to the beginning, you will you will begin to think, you know, this is the story of the beginning and you and you won't understand that the beginning began with time and somebody outside of time created time. Amen. So therefore the story doesn't begin at Genesis chapter one, the story begins before Genesis chapter one. Amen. And so if it begins before Genesis chapter one, you've got to find out what was going on before there was an earth. And whatever was going on before there was an earth to cause God to say, let's build, let's make earth and make men in our own image. Something gave God the idea, I wanna build earth and I want to, and I want to make men in our own image. Yes. Okay, in the image of God, God created them male and female. Yes. And now you have Earth going on, and once Earth is going on, you see this great occurrence happen. And what happens? Man, this this snake Hanahash comes in and causes man to sin. Yes. And some people say that's the original sin, and then. If you go back before there's an earth, you find out that's not the original sin. Something happened before Adam and Eve. Yes. You understand? So what sin happened? So now you got to go beyond that and find out 
who sinned before them and who is this guy that's causing them to sin inside of the zone of time? Because obviously he knows what's going on outside of time. And we don't. And if we understand that there is outside of time, and if we understand there is outside of our existence, we'll understand that there's only one story and there's only one God and there's only one creator. Yeah. There's only one mathematician yeah. and creator of, ge of, of, of geometry and everything. And that's God. So everything is re re revolved around his story and what he's doing. And so let me take you to the beginning so that you can understand who you are in the story, Amen. okay? Amen. So the story begins, of course, in uh, Isaiah chapter, I think 14, right? The rebellion. Now, the story, the, the truth of the matter is, um, the rebellion is not the beginning of the story. You understand? Because obviously the city was going well. He said, I in the day I created you, I anointed you and I gave, made you a chariot over my, over my angels. So that means that things were going good for a while until I, what? I found iniquity in you. Now he finds iniquity in you and now you get cast out and now comes the idea mm -hmm. let's make man in our own image and let's create earth and and because not only did he sin the scripture says he was able to be a joel osteen or a or a or a td jakes amongst the other angels he was able to go in, you know, or Carlton Pearson, right? Yeah. He was able to go to other angels and say, God is not a good person. That was Carlton Pearson's message to the world, that God is not a good person. He died on his deathbed saying God is not a, he created a, a, a horrible place called hell and he demands that we worship him. He would still have this demon over him on his deathbed, he was still saying the same thing. So he enters into Hades, into darkness, into pain, because he didn't understand that there's something outside of you that 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 created you. Okay? Because when they who gave him that church? Who gave him the church? Probably the, the uh, Masons, the Illuminati. He was at Laura Roberts University. Oh, oh same thing. Thank you, Pastor Ben. <laughs> see, this is why we've been together so long. And I love you like a brother. Because it's the same thing. Oral Roberts is the root yeah. of every demonic pastor that we have right now, from John Todd to Kenneth Copeland to Creflo Dollar to they all came out of Oral Roberts. So I have to send you that video. Everybody's roots is that came out of Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts was seemed to be the Mecca. How is he gonna just disseminate all these churches and make all these people pastors and give them all this money? And one day he stood up and announced to the congregation that, that 
Carlton Pearson was going to be a great pastor in the United States. And before you know, he had a church and he was on TBN and blah, blah, blah. And then everybody goes, well, TBN is great. TBN is paid for. That is not, God would not have a television station that does telethons or begathons, right? If, if that was God's station, there'd be no begathons, you know? And you wouldn't have people living in luxury million dollar homes and riding around in Rolls Royces mm -hmm. who are the preachers on that channel. Right. That is not, it was never God's channel. It's yeah. still not God's channel. Nope. It's what Satan is giving to you, preparing you for the coming fake Christ. Amen. Okay. So here we are in, um, we are in, uh, um, Isaiah chapter 14, okay? And let's see where the Lord wants to believe. Um, okay. Now, here we go. Let's start here at um, verse 9, okay? Ooh, can't start there. That's before. We Let's just start at the front, okay? Let's say, the Lord will have compassion on Jacob. Wow, okay. Now, who is Jacob? Once again, he will choose Israel, right? I'm changing your name, Jacob, to Israel. Why? Because we wrestled and I won. What does Israel mean? God wins. Oh, yeah. We wrestled, I won. I'm changing your name to I won. That's, that's kind of like, okay, so Jacob takes the name Israel. Because God wins. He says, yeah. because the nation that comes out of you is going to be victorious. Yes. You understand? It's going to be a victorious nation over all of its trouble. It's going to have victory. So I'm renaming you, Jacob, Israel. God lives. Okay? Or God wins. So it says, uh, um, once again, he will choose Israel and will settle them in their own land. Aliens will join them and unite with the house of Jacob. Nations will take them and bring them to their own place. And the house of Israel will possess the nations. Yes. The house, everything is being ruled from where? Israel. Yes. Who are we fighting against? You're fighting against the nation that God says wins the whole thing. It's like fighting against the Patriots when they're winning all the Super Bowls. Like, we're against the Patriots. No, let's join. Let's join the Patriots, right? Amen. So we can win too. You should join with Israel, not fight against them because you will not win. The house of Israel will possess the nations, the, the men servants and maid servants and the, and the, uh, in the Lord's land. They will make captives of their captors and rule over their oppressors. Yes. On that day, the Lord gives you relief. What day? When he returns from suffering and turmoil and cruel bondage, and you will take up the taunt against the king of Babylon, which is Satan. How the oppressor has come to an end. They will praise. They're gonna praise God, say, the oppressor, they're talking about Lucifer. Uh -huh. They're not talking, they're talking about the oppressor has come to an end. 
Babylon has fallen, right? That's a song, a Hebrew song. And so Babylon is going to fall. Lucifer is going to fall. And Israel is the king will reside in Israel and yeah. rule the nations yeah. from Israel. Yeah. Okay? So all this is part of the Israel, the victory of yeah. God. Okay? Yeah. It says, um, they will make captives of their captors and rule over the oppressor. On that day, the Lord gives you relief from suffering and turmoil and cruel bondage, and you will take up the taunt against Babylon. How the oppressor has come to an end. How his fury has ended. The Lord has broken the rod of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, which in anger struck down people with unceasing blows and in fury subdued nations and relentless aggression with relentless aggression and all and says all the land are now at rest and at peace and i wrote next to that 27 28 um i think a few years ago because i'm looking at the end of the tribulation when uh when christ returns this is what they will be saying yes that demon that devil that was suppressing mankind lying to them trying to start this thing called a reset trying to bring some men under their oppression causing wars causing sickness causing famine one time at one time when christ is back and king over the earth the whole world will sing, the oppressor is done. Where is he? He's locked up in Hades for a thousand years. It's time to worship Christ, the king who is reigning from where? From Israel, okay? Amen. Now, um, in verse, okay, uh, it says, uh, wait a minute, okay. It says, all the land are at rest and at peace, uh, they break out into singing. You see that? Yep. We're singing. Yep. Even the pine trees and the cedar and the uh, and the cedars of Lebanon. Now it's not real trees because God refers to the trees as being different nations. Okay. Even the pine trees and cedar trees of Lebanon exalt over you and say, "Now that you have been laid low." No worm comes to cut us. No, it says you have been laid low. No woodsman comes to cut us down. So he says, now that Satan has been destroyed, nobody is coming to destroy us. Hallelujah. Praise God. It says the grave below is all excited to meet you at your coming, Lucifer. You understand? The, it says here, steered to meet you. It rouses the spirit of the departed to greet you. So all the demons and everybody who worshiped you, it aroused you because they want to see you. They say, the one who deceived us is now come down to us. He's now a citizen of hell too. So this is, they're all scared. They're like, he's here to meet you. It aroused the spirit of the departed to greet you. All those who were leaders in the world, 
it makes them rise from their throne all those who were kings over the nations and pastors over fake churches they're all excited to meet you they're like who's the guy is this the guy that gave me all the money to lie to people he's here I thought this was my eternity. Uh-huh. No, there's a there's somebody who's over that, yeah. who was over your oppression, who you lied for, who gave you the money, yeah. who gave you the church, who gave you the cars, yeah. who gave you the sex parties. Mm. That person is now here. Wow. Rise up and meet him. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And it says. All those who were kings over there, and it says they will all respond and they will say to you, you also have become weak as we are. You have become like us. (laughs) All your pomp, your music, because he created music, okay, which also means pride. All your pomp has been brought down to the grave Mm -hmm. along with the noise of your heart. Maggots are spread out beneath you, Lucifer, and worms cover you. What happened to you? You used to be the boss. You caused all the problems. You caused all the wars. You controlled all finances. What are you doing down here with worms covering you? We know what our problem was. We were sinning. And we weren't doing right on the earth and we and now we're in hell. Yeah. But now we never thought the guy who promised us that he was the main power is down here, too. Mm. But that's where he's headed. Where Worms going. are covering him. Watch this. Maggots are spread out beneath you. Worms cover you. How you have fallen from heaven. Yeah. Oh, morning star. Now, son of the dawn. Listen. His name used to be Morning Star. You know what the Morning Star is? The introducer of worship and praise to God. The Morning Star was the introduction and praise of God. Lucifer was the Morning Star. But what's the name that they give him now? You are now called the son of the dawn. You are the son of darkness. Welcome to hell. You used to be the morning star. You brought forth the praise until iniquity was found in you. Now in the book of Revelation, it says Jesus will never give that title to an angel again. Jesus becomes the morning star. You understand? He will never have that title again. Lord says, oh, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, he all in heaven saying this, I will ascend to the heavens. I will rise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned in the mount of the assembly on the utmost heights of the secret mountain. I will ascend Obama of the clouds. Uh oh, watch that word. That's his name. (laughs) To sit in the Obama is to sit on the highest seat. 
Barack means lightning. I saw Obama fall as lightning from heaven. Who gave him that name? His daddy. Come on. Because he was born Barry. Barry. Barry Satoro was his name. No. He when he turned to Islam, they gave him Barack Obama. You are now going to be the ascended seat above all mankind of lightning. Well, God said, I saw lightning fall from heaven. Barack, I saw Barack fall. As, I saw Obama fall as Barack, as lightning from heaven. Okay. It says, I will ascend above the top, uh, above the top of the clouds. That word in Hebrew is Obama. I will make myself like the most high. I will be Ki Elohim. What is Ki Elohim? 666. If you eat of the fruit, you, you will not die. You will become like God. You will become Ki Elohim. First 666 in the Bible. <clears throat> I will make myself like the most high. <clears throat> But you are brought down to the grave, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you stare at you and ponder your fate. What is God going to do to him? Okay. We were just his followers. It says, is this the man who shook the earth and made the kingdoms tremble? The man who made the world a desert? who overthrew its cities and would not let the captives go? All the kings of the nation uh, lie, lie in state, each in his own tomb. But you, speaking to Lucifer, but you are cast out of your tomb like a rejected branch. You are covered with the slain. So God covers him with the dead. With those pierced by the sword, those descended to the stone of the pit. <coughs> God covers him with them. Like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will not join them in burial. You have destroyed your land and killed your people. The offspring of the wicked will never be mentioned again. Prepare a place to slaughter his sons for the, for the sins of their forefathers. Now he's talking about Nephilim. I'll, I'll do that study one day. They are not to rise to inherit the land or cover the earth with the cities. I will, with their cities. Notice how they, you know what they're about to do? <clears throat> they're about to build cities. They're about to cover the earth. Their plan is to cover the earth with their cities. They're testing it out in Israel. You can drive a Tesla down the street and charge your car at the same time. What? <clears throat> but in Obama's movie, you can, they took control of all the Tesla cars from a remote area and made them all crash into each other on a road to keep people from leaving the city. So the control over the electronic cars is coming from a central place for all you Tesla drivers. You understand? Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to turn this world into their Mecca. Mm -hmm. These cities that they want to build, they call smart cities. 
You understand? Yeah. That's your, that's part of the reset. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So see, all of this is going to be the end of their destruction. Okay? So they can plan their reset, but God already, already has planned what for us? The great escape. So we're leaving the, the Lord's. You will never see the reset. Yes. To the body of Christ. To those who love Jesus Christ. Listen to me. You're never going to see the reset. Amen. So if you hear about it, don't you worry. You will never meet the Antichrist. Right. So don't you worry who he is. You understand? <laughs> so there are things that Satan is talking about and bragging about what he's going to do. You'll never see it. You'll be in heaven. My beloved, you'll be in the kingdom. Yeah. I've got plans for him and his workers. And when he gets kicked down to them, they will see him come down and he won't even be given a grave in heaven. From the book, it said that each person had a pit. Right. Satan doesn't get a pit. You lie there and we throw the slain on top of you. And you have maggots rolling upon you. And you're going to be like that until you're thrown into the lake of fire. So his ending is great. You understand? His ending is great. And not enough people talk about it. But if he's listening to pastors, I hope he's hearing this message. Because <laughs> your end is jacked up. But he reads the word. He reads the word of God. He knows. The problem is he don't believe it. He's gathering all nations together to fight against the Christ. Do you know that? That's what the meeting. That's what the meeting at the UN with, with, with the Church of Scientology is about. Gathering the nations together to fight against the sky bully. That's in their documents. So that means they're demented. They're, they're satanically and they're demented. Yeah. It's like Pee Wee Herman in the ring with Mike Tyson saying, I think I can win. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. <laughs> this is this is absolutely nuts. So it says, um, okay, it says, I will rise up against them and declare the Lord uh, Almighty. I will cut off from Babylon her name, her survivors, her offspring, her descendants, declares the Lord. I will turn her into a place for owls, into a swampland. I will sweep her with the broom of destruction, declares the Lord Almighty. Yeah. Praise ye Adonai Yeshua Bishamayim. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. I could stay there, but now I got to move on. Okay. I want us to go to Revelation chapter 21. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to go to Revelation chapter 21st, okay? We want to start at the, at the top of the verse because Revelation chapter 20, 1 through 7 mentions thousands six times. Mm -hmm. This is this is what got the attention of 
of, of Dan Matson when I sent him my account and then he sent me his book and then we became friends because the accuracy of the 6,000 year count said, oh my goodness, that's when the thousand years is. Okay, now what do we know that has to happen in 2017? And we both agree. Uh -huh. Jerusalem has to be announced that it belongs to the Jews. So if Jerusalem is announced that it belongs to the Jews, he said that means Jesus is coming back to the earth and announcing I'm giving Jerusalem to the Jews now. Yeah. So it has to be in 2017, Pastor Sandy. Yeah. And I'm like, we're watchmen and we're both not God, but let's go with that. <laughs> because it sounds great, right? <laughs> The only problem is God says, oh, you forgot about Matthew chapter 17. It says there's no rapture until after the sixth day. What? We didn't read, where, where's that at? Matthew chapter 17, there's, there's a, 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 Jesus goes to the mountain and he shows his glory and there's Moses and there's Elijah. And so that doesn't happen because the beginning of it says that doesn't happen until after the sixth day. So that means that means just like the days of Noah, yeah. because Noah's birthday came. He, hey, I'm 600. He says, yeah, in seven days, the water will start. But you told me on the 120th. I didn't say exactly on the 120. I said on the 120th is where. So this whole year is going to be the 120th. Guess what? This right. whole next thing right. is the Jubilee. Right. From, from, from 2017, you won't get another Jubilee till 50 years after that. And this whole thing is a Smita. <laughs> this whole, this, you won't get another Smita year till seven years after that. You understand? So God never told Noah, as soon as you turn 120, as soon as the 600 year, day comes you're going you're going to uh, uh see the flood when when he turns Cisco 600 he blows out his candle he says in yet seven days and then the flood will come so now here we are 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 now if you say oh you got to start for 17 you got to go 18 well there's 24, you're in 24. Either way, we're in, you're in a lot of trouble. You understand? But I, I wanted to show you where Satan is when we return. Because when we return, when we return, we're going to sing hallelujah to God because the oppressor is gone. Yes. We're going to sing hallelujah to God because Babylon is destroyed. Yes. Satan will be falling into Hades, lying in a bed of worms with dead bodies lying on him yes. in torment for the next thousand years in chains. He can't even move. How do you think it smells good down there? He's going to have all his senses. He's going to have everything. God is going to make sure that he receives exactly what he's earned. You understand? Now, while he's there, here we go. I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He sees the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. 
He threw him into the abyss, locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years were ended. At that time, he says, after this, he must be set free. But for a thousand years, what I read to you in Isaiah is when he lands. Okay? Now, for the next thousand years, that's where he is. Okay? It says, I saw on thrones which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of the testimony for Jesus. Who had them beheaded? The one who just got thrown into the abyss. He had them beheaded. Why? Because they had a testimony about the true God who really sits on high. Mm -hmm. Who's really God. So he, they, he, he has them beheaded in the tribulation. I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony for Jesus. And because of the word of God, they had not worshipped Lucifer. They had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their forehead or in their hand. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So when you fight it, when you when you don't agree with this, with the with the reset, you get killed. But if you get killed because you're blessing Jesus and you're saying, no, I believe in Jesus now. I was a member at TDJ's church. I was a member at Joel Osteen and they taught me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I loved it because it tickled my ear and it kept my, my, my financial pockets fat because I believed in financial gain over Jesus. Because I was following their doctrine and not God. But I believed in Jesus. I just didn't believe in living right. You understand? Because they don't give you false prophets to teach you how to make it to heaven. They're giving you false prophets to teach you how to go to hell and to prepare you to be obedient to the Antichrist when he comes. That's why they keep telling you Christ is coming. But they don't say the rapture. There's something wrong with that. Okay? Now, it says here, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life till the thousand years were ended. You hear that? Yeah. This is the first resurrection. What's the first resurrection? The, the resurrection of life is now over with. Yes. That's the first resurrection. Everybody who has received life when the thousand year millennium is gone, that means the Old Testament saints are there, the church is there, and now the tribulation saints have been resurrected. This is the first resurrection. Three equals one. There was no more resurrection to life. Resurrection for people receiving life is done. But what about when they get resurrected to the white throne judgment? Don't some of those people make it? Nope. These people came up from Hades to receive a judgment against what they worshiped while they were on earth. Yeah. They've been in Hades. Now the lake of fire is there. Okay. We're talking reality today. Okay. Come on. Talking about reset. You better get ready to escape. Okay. It says, this is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who have part in the first resurrection. 
The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. Wow, even the tribulation saints get their heads back and they get to reign with Christ for a thousand years. We're all on earth. Christ is rebuilding the temple because he's going to rebuild the temple. The marriage between the nation of Israel and the Messiah. Now, Rachel gets married. Leah already got married. The seven, the one who's the, the mother of seven already got married. Now we're going to see the marriage of Rachel to the king as well, because now Israel is about to get married. You understand? So we have to know the, what the author's story is, because the author is trying to get us to understand this all started from somewhere. You wear a cross. What's the origin of your cross? Where did that begin? Oh, this is the victory. This is part of the victory right here. This was the whole plan. That's why we wear the cross. It's part of the whole plan. Yeah. This is what he planned, how to redeem me, how to come, how to die for me. This is, this is where this came from. Who planned that? God in heaven when Satan rebelled, created earth, and then when he messed that up, God said, I got a plan. I'm just wearing the plan, okay? So that's why you should wear the cross, not because it's part of a religion, it's a part of the victory. Amen. Okay. It says, uh, where was I at? Here we are. The second death has no power over him. Okay. And he will reign over them for a thousand years. When the thousand years are over, listen to this, you guys. Satan will be released from his prison and he will go out to deceive the nations. All the nations are under the rulership of Jesus. Though. Listen, it says in the in uh, in their uh, 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 four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog. You notice I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a, I've been doing a study on Gog. Gog and Magog come against Israel right after the, the rapture. And Magog gets destroyed. At the end of the tribulation, Gog comes against Israel, but, Meshach, uh, but Magog is not there because Russia is like, we're still recovering. <laughs> now when the thousand years are, 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 are past, all nations get reestablished because Christ is ruler over all nations. Yeah. So now he goes out trying to get Gog and Magog to come against Christ again. This is Gog. Okay, uh, and gathered them to battle. He says, in, uh, in numbers, they are like the sands of the seashore. They march across the breadth of the earth and surround the camp of God's people, the city he loves, that is Jerusalem. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them. He comes up out of Hades with, some, with, with, with an army. He comes up out of Hades with an army to fight against against God's people to try and destroy them one last time. Why would God let him out? 
because it really wasn't over. It was just my Sabbath day. A day unto the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. It was really just my Sabbath, so I locked him up so I don't have to work for the next thousand years. Now you get left let out, and the first thing you do is try to go fight again. Well, this time I'm, you're going to see the breath of my mouth, and the flames are just going to destroy him. And guess what? That will be the end of the fight. Yeah. You will never see. <laughs> there will never be any more wars or fights ever again. Christ does not have to fight against anyone ever again. He gets burnt up. He's down. He's gone. That's it. Okay. Amen. <laughs> so when you see, let me just finish this because I don't, it says, but the fire came down from heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet are. Wow. It's like the Pope. What are you doing here? Uh, <laughs> and he said, had been thrown. And he says, they will be tormented. They who Satan, the false prophets, okay, and the beast, whoever plays that role, they will be tor tormented day and night forever. Love it. Love it. Okay. But the second death has no power over us. Why? Because I'm here to escape the reset. I'm here to escape. Yes. I'm not here to join it. I'm not here to see what it's going to be like. I'm here to escape it. That's why we live for Jesus. Yes. That's why we don't believe in one saved, always saved. Because we know it's a lie that Satan gave them. The one who's going to be thrown down to the worms gave them a doctrine. Right. Tell them that once they say they believe in Jesus, they're fine. Do all the drugs and partying and drinking that you want. Because once you're saved, you're always saved. Welcome to Hades. Right. You don't understand who's lying to you. I try to warn you and you go, he's just he's just against our our new found truth there is no new found truth if you read the bible it's going to tell you that your truth is a lie now you got this 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 guy uh, uh a prince he's telling people god did not give you the holy spirit to condemn you of sin he didn't give you the holy spirit to correct you when you sin he gave you the holy spirit he says to guide you into the greater you I was like, oh, my ears are just itching already. God, I thought that is like the craziest thing I've ever heard. But there are a bunch of Christians going, yeah, that's right. Okay, listen, I just read Satan's end. And the people that are down there waiting on the end torment are the people who listen to his lies. You understand? So now I'm trying to explain to you, you have an eternal kingdom. My scripture last night that he read, the pleasure at the right hand of God are pleasures forever. That's what you're looking for. You want to escape. You do not want to know what the reset is all about. You want to escape. And this is what God has given us. That's the meaning of the cross. The meaning of the cross is the victory over Satan. Okay? Praise God. Amen. What time is the pastor Hallelujah. Elohim Tov. It is a notification, a Lord Zman, and we are ready to go after a glass of water. Amen. I need a book of mine.
bottle of water. Yep, that's my verse, 1611. I'm, that's me from now on. I'm like, I want, I want to travel. I want to go to, you know, and laugh with friends. We're going to be laughing all night. <laughs> Remember the time? Like, I wonder if S4C is still there. Nope. <laughs> so what's your mansion like? Oh, it's beautiful. You should see it. I got, you got a jacuzzi? Got three of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pastor Sandy, let me know when you're ready. Okay, I am officially ready. Is the king marrying a Gentile? Would God change the typology? He flipped it. But he flipped it in a beautiful way. Mm -hmm. This time, okay, and actually, to tell you the truth, you don't really know that Esther was Jewish, but, but we assume that Esther was Jewish, but Esther was not Mordecai's daughter. Um, uh, but for the sake of the Bible and to say, Esther is Jewish, but the king is Gentile. But look at what look at where the king was was king over. Okay, mm -hmm. he was king over an area over all of over all this hundred and twenty seven provinces. And let's also say this that the symbol that they used where he was the king at was the Star of David, and his colors were blue and white. So even though he's a Gentile, he's playing the role of what? A Jewish king who's marrying Esther, who we really don't know. We know she's the second bride, but it doesn't say both her parents were Jewish. Right. We just know that Mordecai adopted her. Okay. So the significance of knowing who is who and who is Jewish and who is not, the typology still remains the same. The king has a bride that is disobedient. Mm -hmm. That bride that the, the, the bride that is disobedient is put away. The king searches for a new bride. A party goes on that lasts for 180 days, then seven years or seven days after that. So all of the typology, she comes into the king's throne on the third day. All of the stuff that is talking about the marriage and everything is in the scripture. Okay. Yes. So I think we're going to have to wait till we get to heaven and we're going to say, Lord, who were, who were Esther's mother and father? And, and why did he have to adopt her and all of these things? Okay. That I'm not concerned about. My concern is the typology is that you had a, a wife. You had to you put her away. God has a wife, Israel. He put her away. He went out to the whole world to find a new wife, the Gentile church. Rather, it's Esther or not. Okay. Yeah. Now Esther, Esther means what? Um, hidden. 
Okay? So he goes out, he finds another, a, a, another bride. He takes that bride. That bride plus the king are the two that, that go back to destroy and win the war. Yeah. So the bride and the king are the ones that end up winning the war. This is amazing stuff. Amen. And then in the book of Esther, you're told when the next Holocaust is going to be. Isn't that true? In the book of Esther, you're told when the next Holocaust is going to be, when the next time 10 people are going yeah. to be hung. He te she tells you is in 5707, yeah. you're going to see 10 people hung again. So there's a lot in Esther. I'm going to worry about the things that is really telling us and not worry about rather the story got flipped because it's definitely a flip story because the king is Gentile, yet he's the he's the king over a a king of a star of David nation of blue and white. Mm -hmm. Okay. Amen. Amen. Uh, from Ted, he says, Pastor, can we get uh, the six thousand year count and the Daniel Manson book? So I sent him your email address. You can get the two thousand. Uh, I mean, you can get the 6,000 year count. This book right here, I don't know where to get it. Dan, uh, uh, Dan Masson passed away. But if you look online, it may be there somewhere. Someone's selling it or whatever. Okay. Just try eBay. Yeah, eBay or, or, or Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And I did put, uh, Ted, I did put Pastor Sandy's uh, email address. Yes. To, to get anything, I have to first get that. Amen. Okay, so uh, when will the actual year of October 24th begin? I hope I'm asking this question correctly. What, uh, what, what's October? April, 20, April 2014th or 19th? When does 2024 start? Oh, when 2024 starts. April 9th, it starts. April 9th. April 9th. It would have started March 9th, but they've got me ADAR 1 and ADAR oh, 2 because God is right. merciful. Right. So now they've added a month this year to get their whole calendar back on schedule. They've added a month because we're on a sun calendar of 365 days, 0.2422, and they're on a 360 day. They're still going by the moon calendar. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the moon calendar never, never, it never moves. Okay, you know, you know everything on the moon calendar. Yeah. So they stay on the moon calendar. When they have to adjust to the Gregorian calendar, they just add another month. Amen. Uh, from Nicholas, he says, could the Esther typology have to do with reconciliation, marriage between Gentile and Jew after the tribulation? What does Pastor Sandy think? I think that is absolutely uh, correct uh, because uh, both the Jews and Gentiles will be under one king, one God, one government, everything. As a matter of fact, uh, the young lady who asked me the question concerning uh, 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 five Gentiles will, will grab the hand of a Jew and say, marry us and give your, your, us your name is talking about the seven churches asking. Israel, now we are a part of you and you're a part of us. Amen. Uh, Richard says, if 1947 plus 70 years is 2017, how do we say Israel was reborn in 1948? Is it because Israel's new year carrying over to the spring of the next year? Well, nine, uh, two, if, are you talking about 2017? Are they saying 2017? 2017. 2017. Yeah. If 1947 plus 70 years is 2017,
how do we say Israel was reborn in 1948? Is it because of Israel's new year carrying over to the spring of the next year? Well, let me explain something to you. Israel was announced in 1947 that they were going to give them back the land, okay? So in, in, in 1947 was the announcement that Israel was going to receive the land. 2017 just happens to be um, the year that ends the, the 6,000th year from Adam, okay? So, uh, but 1948 is the rebirth of the nation of Israel, 1948. So 2028, they will be 80 years old. The scripture says they will not turn 81 until Christ is back on the earth. Amen. I hope that that is, is, it answers your question and what you were asking. Okay, here's one, uh, Pastor Sandy from Stager's Life. Pastor Sandy, can you answer this so I can answer their comment? Okay. Pre-trib is satanic. We have to endure till the end post-trip. Okay, tell me, uh, Pastor Sandy said good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and move on, girl. And move on. And hand them a pair of tennis shoes and say good luck. <laughs> and move on. Because you know what? I can't start from Genesis and give you every prophecy that talks about pre-tribulation rapture. But it's there. Uh -huh. And I could do it if, you know, I had the time to just go through every pre-tribulation, why this is Jesus, why this is church, why it happens before, why it has to happen before, because God can't get back to dealing with Israel till after. We could go through it for hours. Yeah. And, and you will see pre-tribulation rapture. I love uh, Chuck Missler because he really laid it out plain. Like Jesus can't land on earth and be and bring you up to the clouds at the same time. So one of them, are these are two things talking about two different things, okay? Right. <laughs> but like I said, if someone comes to you and say, I believe that there's no pre-tribulation rapture and we have to get ready for the, to, 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 for the, for the tribulation, just hang a pair of tennis shoes and say, good luck. And I'll see you in seven years because it's going to be a long argument and it's going to be a stupid argument because they have no validation for it. They have one scripture. At the end of the tribulation, he will gather the elect into, into the clouds and, and, and he will. But that's at the end of the tribulation and the elect are the Jews. Right. Moses married a Gentile. He came back after to rescue the Jews, the, 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 the Israelites. You understand? But he married a Gentile bride first. Then he went back so that everything's going to tell you the same thing. This marriage between the church happens after the tribulation. He goes back and he then he takes it. I, you, you can't argue with the people. I just go, good luck. I'll even explain it to you on the way up. Or good luck in your survival. Amen. And that is that uh, who endures to the end will be saved. That's a, that's who, he who endures to the end will be saved is a tribulation verse. Yeah. You will have to endure to the end. Yeah. You will be saved by your testimony. Yes. That means you have to have a testimony for Jesus yep. at the end, not Ooh. take the mark, not take the, uh, belief, uh, uh, the beliefs of the beast or the mark in your hand or your forehead. Then you will get your head cut off and you will be resurrected back at the end of the tribulation. And if that's the trip you want to take, 
Go ahead. Here's some tennis shoes. Good luck. I'm not going to argue. I'm not. I know too much about the Bible to argue uh, uh, crazy stuff like that anymore. I realize why Satan is lying. Amen. Amen. Billy, uh, Bill Bailey wants to know, can can Sandy go another hour? <laughs> no! Hey, back when we first started? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we were, what, in our early 40s or something? Yeah. Ooh. We were real young then. Them no, days are gone. No, they're 62. Amen. You'd be like, did you see Pastor Sandy faint right on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I told him don't go another hour. <laughs> Okay, this is from Lawrence. Uh, this is this is not actually a question. I just need advice on how to make my mom stop praying to Mary and other saints. She prays to God, but she also prays to Mary and other saints. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you advice. Okay, I'm gonna give you advice. That's a spirit. Yes. That's a lying spirit. Okay. It's been pushed on her for a long time. The only way to get rid of that spirit is for you to pray it off. Then she will come to you and she will say, you know, the Lord said to me that praying to Mary is not right. What do you think? And at that point, you will know that your prayer worked. OK, but you can't fight a spiritual fight with a physical mouth. Amen. You can't say you need to stop doing that because the spirit that is controlled over that is not leaving because that is what it wants it to do. OK, pray that that the, that that will be released from her and God will open her eyes. And as you continue and pray, God will hear your prayers and he will open her eyes and she'll come to you yes. and say, I don't think I should do this anymore. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, last question, Pastor Sandy, from Stage Your Life. Question, what are your thoughts on hidden Egyptian symbols or symbolism found in Hoover Dam and Grand Canyon? Hidden Egyptian symbolism that's found there? Yeah. First of all, let me tell you something. Most Egyptian symbolism comes from the star constellation, so it's not their intelligence is whatever they, the things that they draw, unless they're drawing Nephilim beings, walking men with animal heads, which were of the gods that they worship, mm -hmm. okay, those are Egyptian. But now there are other symbols that they, that they got from star constellations, okay? Yeah. So I would have to see the symbols and I would know which ones that are really God symbols that they stole, like the nine, like the 19 beings flowing down on Nefertiti's head mm -hmm. is a symbolism that comes from, from this, the star constellations and from the, the, the building of the pyramid, okay? So that's not their symbol, but they have the 19, which means Kadosh, holy, but it's but it's not theirs. They stole it from the star constellations. Yeah. So I would have to see the symbols to see which ones they stole and which ones um, uh, that they made up on their own. OK, because they have star constellations. Uh, they have uh, symbols of, of the pharaoh standing uh, underneath a giant lamb. Now you say, OK, that's the pharaoh. Where did they get the lamb from? Right. The constellation of Aries and the Lamb of God, okay? So I'd have to see the symbols. I have a book on uh, 
on uh, Egyptian uh, um, history and theology. So um, I'll, I'll look at it, but I have to see the symbols first. If you have the symbols, send them to me. Amen. Hallelujah. That's Are we done? It. That's it. That went fast. <laughs> it was good. It was Praise good. God. Thank you, Lord. What you got for I know. I was oh, just I walking away. No, no, no. Walking away. I was. I was going to get my my. <laughs> yeah, we not we not forty year old Pastor Ben and Pastor Sandy. We we be we be getting ready for heavenly nights. <laughs> we have a we have a, a, a Christian comedian come in and and praise and worship service and food for everybody on Saturday night. Yep, Brendan on Saturday night. This whole place would be praise and worship. Christian comedians, gospel rappers, college kids, at the beginning of this ministry, like 2006, seven, eight, like that. And dude, we would do that, break down, get the chairs back together, and be here Sunday morning for service. And we, we were young and energetic, bro. All right. Let's, let's, if somebody mentioned doing that right now, I was like, are you crazy? All right. <laughs> All right, here it is. When you see my people, make sure you bless them by giving them these words. Tell them the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Ye I say Adonai Pana Veleka Veya Sim Lakai Shalom. Shalom everybody, Litrio Beyom Rashon or Be Anan, whichever in the clouds or whatever, I will be glad to see you. Hope it's in the clouds. Amen. Amen.